0: Those other podcasts keep telling the same old stories over and over. Nobody cares about the swerve, bro. We provide you with new content. Now this is f***ing entertainment. TMA Studios. It's what you want. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time. Prepare yourself for the greatest wrestling podcast on the world wide web today. This is the Stovall Wrestling Network. Introducing the host of SWN. Give it up for the one, the only, Caleb Stovall can see me at home right now. I'm doing the stone cold you know, uh, poses right now. No, I'm just joking. What is up, everyone? It is me, Caleb Stovall, back, and let me tell you something, brother. I'm about to come a promo right now. No, I'm just joking. I'm not about to do that, but I am about to welcome you to the SWN, the Stovall Wrestling Network Podcast. Thank you so much, for joining me on this edition and everything like that. On this season intro, or the season opener, I should say. We've got a new setup, We've and not just here on the program, but we've also got it here at the TNB Studios, man. Uh, we've got some new equipment and stuff like that, so I hope you guys notice that. I hope you guys uh, like what we're about to bring uh, to you and everything like that, and... Um, yeah, I just want to take a minute though to thank everyone. Uh, I've been getting some emails, I've been getting some uh, Facebook messages and stuff like that, saying when are you guys, you know, coming back and everything like that. Where, where's the new episode? Well, it's here tonight. We're back, uh, and uh, it's great to be here because there is a lot of stuff going on in the world of our favorite thing here in the world, pro wrestling. But. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta bring him in. I gotta bring in the heel himself, Mr. TNB Studios, Chris Mother Effing Dickens. What's up, Taylor Snowball? What's going on, SWN Fan Nation? I really don't care, but who's to say I don't? Alright. Back here with SWN, the Snowball Wrestling Network. Yes, don't ask any questions. Don't even try to assume you know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on, including myself. I'm just here. I'm happy to be here. We're back on the air, season two, we're ready to roll, we're ready to rock, and I wasn't even prepared for this, I didn't have a promo ready, but you know what, I have a beer in one hand, a middle finger in the other, yeah, I'm ripping off you, but I'm also ripping off Sandman and Tommy Dreamer, so kiss my (laughs) you-know-what. That was a better promo than (laughs) Roman (laughs) Reigns. And it wasn't scripted. I know, right? Literally, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't remember any of my lines. I didn't... <laughs> oh my God! Oh Lord! But yes, we are back, and we've got a new look, don't we, Chris? Yes, we do. We've got a new look, a new feel, a new attitude, so to speak. No, we're not no, infringing I'm on world wrestling off the entertainment, there. No. for God's sake. No, because if we were doing you that, can't say it's almost like you can't say certain words now in wrestling, or it's like, oh, that's a ripoff copyright that shit like mm-hmm. it's like it's like we say something was the golden era of our podcast oh no nope, no nope. hulk hogan and them WWF golden era no it wasn't no it wasn't it was the greatest time no 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 you're ripping off the in i'll kiss my butt i'm not ripping off a damn thing if i was ripping off anything you're ripping off the vince mcmahon kiss my ass. i am ripping everything off of vincent kennedy mcmahon right now and you know what I was reading a post from Daniel E. Maine about how I say certain words and a southern accent, whatever, I don't give a crap, and you're fired, Daniel Maine. Well, how Vince. did I know when I saw that Facebook post not literally five seconds ago in a fake that you were going to? Oh, I was going to use it. We all know I was going to use it because I could see him sitting at the <laughs> computer like, well, you know something, Chris Dickens. <laughs> If you ever use any one of my posts ever again, I swear to God, I'm going to sue you for gimmick infringement, and then I'm going to book you in a match against Six and cause you to lose after he pulls your underwear over your head and spanks you with a paddle. I'm or com- not sure if comedic, relief, has of weird course. fantasies <laughs> or you have weird, weird fantasies, but... He just moved back to Harlem, so if he comes down here and beats the crap out of me, it'll make for a great podcast. This is very true. It will, and I will allow it. Oh, it will. I'll allow it! <laughs> but, oh, God. Uh, speaking of which, you Wiggins will book it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you no, both. No, no, he will rough it. <laughs> While Antron Brewer does have- Straight down the middle, <laughs> Antron Brewer will come out with the pe- the bolt cutters to cut out Caleb Stovall and no, change- A- no, Antron Brewer will come out to actually keep the crown entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what will actually happen. And speaking of entertaining, let's not waste any more time. Yeah, because Antro's listening to this right now, and he's probably like, you're ruining everything about my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> They're never ever going to cheer for me again. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, uh, It was good seeing you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yes. You, you guys been, like caught up with each yes, other. Yes, he right? actually came into uh, – everybody knows I work for Cracker Barrel Old Country Store. And um, recently we had that hurricane uh, – was it Domian or whatever name it is? I can't remember the name of that hurricane. It Wait. So Dorian. fast, Dorian, Domian, uh, Dummyan. Uh, don't Dorian? know which way I'm going in. Dorian. Um, but anyway, <laughs> when they had the the, um, the the mandatory evacuation out of Florida, he actually came up and he was eating oh, dinner. Is everything all right? There, everything wait, wait. was fine. I never okay. touched Florida, really. Um, I, I mean, yeah, but I just, you know, you still need to make sure. Yeah, he was. is fine. Um, okay. he's been he's been posted online and everything. Um, we actually got a chance to catch up, uh, talk a little bit, snapped a photo. It's on the SWN Twitter and on the Instagram. You can go check it out. And uh, it is a good chance. We've uh, discussed it. All I gotta do is just set up dates and times with him. That Mister. D.A. Brewer himself will be on this podcast. You had to think there for a minute. Well, didn't I didn't you. know how to refer to him lately. Nobody, nobody really remembers who he is half the time, unless you refer to him as the fireman or D.A. Brewer. Only us right. in the know know him as a uh, Antron. So um, right, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would love uh, to to have him on here, especially like to discuss like like because. I would love to, like, actually talk to someone who actually has been to WWE. Like, what is life like there really? You yeah. Know, like, you hear all of the bullcrap from, like, the columnists and everything like that, the, the so-called wrestling journalists. No, they're dirt sheets. Like, like let's be honest. And, and, like, you actually wonder, like, what is life actually? Well, see, I, I asked him how things were down there. He, I said, how is life on the road with WWE? He goes, it's life on the road like any other promotion. So it's, it's basically the same thing, just on a bigger scale. Um, but I do know that uh, he will have to talk and uh, go over everything with uh, the PR from uh, World Wrestling Entertainment to make sure there's nothing we can't touch. Um, so that way when he comes on. But mostly I want to talk about his career. I want to talk about what he went through, his ups and downs, and his rise up to uh, World Wrestling Like, Undertaker. what made him want to become a referee? Bingo! Uh, you know, because we we've watched him, you know, rise up through the ranks. First, starting off as a wrestler, and then becoming a referee for Evolve. Yep, exactly. Show. Exactly. Kind of like so, that. I mean, it's 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 amazing. But uh, that's uh, that's in the future. We're yes. in the here and now. Yeah, so, yeah. We got to talk about the here and now because there is a lot that has happened over the past. Uh, Three weeks that we've been off and everything so you know what let's not waste anyone's time. Let's get right to it Let's talk about That's right our opening contest features wrestling news and Such going on and all of the happenings and first off before I get to like the wrestling news it is just so awesome like what time period are we living in right now where there's like literally a story is breaking almost every single day and it's not just wwe no and it's crazy because every time i turn around there's something different going on in the world of professional wrestling yeah good or bad i mean you know it's still it's wrestling news is happening uh but it's funny that we mentioned wwe because they're obviously you know the big ones so we got to start it off with them um which real quick i want to i want to say you know they've got the october launch of uh smackdown on fox coming and i gotta say man because you know i work uh master control for fox Mm -hmm. and i have been seeing them and they are they're really hammering this in on fox they are like they like I, dude, so I posted a Facebook post during uh, the um, Ohio State and um, I can't remember the other team that, that was playing or whatnot. But Ohio State was playing and Gus Johnson was the lead announcer uh, for it. And anyone who like knows sports like that knows Gus Johnson might be one of the most exciting announcers yeah. of all, all time. I mean, he is amazing. I didn't realize like how good that guy was. Until I saw him, like, working some of these games. But, you know, they had their, like, little break in the action and everything like that. And it said, uh, you know, uh, well, coming to Fox, WWE, SmackDown, blah, 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 blah. And they were advertising it. Usually they would be like, all right, second down and whatnot. Well, they decided to keep the conversation going. And Gus Johnson threw in there that he was a fan of Bruiser Brody and Dusty Rhodes, and those-like type of names. And I went, oh, my God, Gus Johnson, you just became my favorite (laughs) announcer of all time. (laughs) Anytime another sports (laughs) person. Anytime another sports personality talks professional wrestling history or whatnot, you you know I get excited just about as much as you do. So that's really crazy because you really don't hear anybody talking about Bruiser Brody, and if they mention Bruiser Brody, you know they're a true wrestling. Oh, but Gus Johnson apparently like likes those, like he liked that type of era of wrestling. I don't know what he thinks of like today's or anything like that. But then the other guy uh, who was his color guy. He jumped in and he was just like, yeah, I was a fan of like when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage and they were just naming off wrestlers. And I was just like, oh, my God, like this is insane. Like that is so that's really cool, you know, for wrestling that, you know, like Fox is really getting into this. Yeah, they have like really big hopes. Did you get to see the, the we are all champions promo that they did? Yeah. You know, not only like 50 fucking times a day when it aired like oh my god like literally during all like cause I had NFL football last Sunday and yeah. oh my god it aired like almost every single I, I like how they started it though you know you see Steve Austin in the freaking restaurant and the waiter throws down the glass and and this would be the moment where Steve Austin goes oh hell yeah <laughs> Right? But yeah. I, I, they, they went through basically the history lesson of World Wrestling Entertainment from from the Attitude Era up until present day. And it just it just felt great. It felt good. And I like how they mixed in the... Um, Even the, the modern-like times yeah. or like that. But here's... here's I like here's, how they mixed in Gordon Ramsay, though. What is that smell? It's <laughs> <If> you <laughs> smell... Because, like, Gordon Ramsay needs any more television time on that <laughs> fucking network. Seriously, he's got, like... Fifteen different shows on our, and now team. he'll be on WWE SmackDown at least for one episode. God, oh, guarantee God it. God knows, like, like they'll probably do like some like segment in the back, and yeah. he'll be catering, and he'll be like, he won't be catering. He's I'm coming to to help out the SmackDown hotel. would be great throw. is if they had him like cooking like a big huge like steak for someone, <laughs> and Daniel Bryan comes in and like starts like, That would be the greatest. That promo would be. Ever. <laughs> I just have a feeling though he's coming to SmackDown because he has that show what was it hotel hell or whatever um uh i think that's what the name of it yeah, is yeah like hotel yeah hell he's coming hell. in to uh to make sure that the smackdown hotel is running the way it's supposed to <laughs> oh my god every like wrestling fan is just like these guys are corny that's <laughs> yes, right? exactly but a shit. It so it's so fox so i get a feeling they're gonna be listening like, I, you know what that's you know not what? a bad like, crossover right they there are, i know right <laughs> But they are, they they are they are really, you know, they're really behind uh, this idea for, you know, SmackDown and everything like that. My my thing is though, is what I already see is gonna happen. And and I mean, I could be wrong, you know, they they could change everything and uh, and actually keep it different. But what I see is that because there's already reports that like for the first episode on it, they're gonna have The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin, they're going to have, like, literally every, you know, body on this show. And I'm going, so are we going to establish any difference, at, you know, between Raw and SmackDown now? I mean, like, obviously everyone can say, well, this is the more action show and this is the more entertainment show. Yeah. But when you see the same characters, every like, Bailey is on both shows now. But there are reports going around that um, this past weekend at Clash of Champions, they did a photo shoot. And there was photo shoots with Bailey, There was photo shoots with Sasha Banks, with The Miz, and with a couple other people. Rey Mysterio, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch all for SmackDown because it had the Fox logo in the background with WWE. Exactly. And, and these are supposedly the people that are going to be mainstays on SmackDown when Fox rolls around. It's going to get diluted. It it, It is, and and starting everything off with these big-name stars who already made a name for themselves in WWE, who were, like, namesakes in the beginning during SmackDown, this almost feels like the start of the original XFL. That's what it feels like to me. (laughs) It really does. Like, first episode of the XFL, what do we see? The The Rock. Rock. I remember that, like, when he showed up, and it was (laughs) just like, well... If you wanted to establish any difference between, you know, you, between football and wrestling, you didn't do it right there. Uh-uh. Like, now everyone – Yeah, Jim Ross on commentary. Steve Austin Everybody showed up. Everybody, like, automatically, like, right when they saw The Rock and then they heard Jesse Ventura, they were just like, yep, wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just football with wrestling, which you know the XFL is you know for a different show. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just bringing like it up on a reference. Yeah, um, yeah. I I and I get what you're saying. And and my thing is is like this is just gonna be like the Raw reunion. Yeah, We're just gonna put all of these guys here, and somehow the fucking twenty four seven belt will come into play. And in, which in don't practice. get me wrong, our truth is entertaining as hell. Um, look. Uh, it's not a matter though of being entertaining at that point like you can be entertaining obviously but you don't have to make the person look like a complete moron doing it no and it is is kind of you know but it's not just our truth that has looked terrible at this it's everyone that goes after it it's like what like we had a freaking NBA star go after it this past Monday on Raw. No, no. You want to hear? You want to hear what was even worse than that? They had the college football uh, host guy. What was his name? Oh fuck, I can't. I cannot remember his name. But he he even did the um, World Cup. He's he's a host for a lot of those shows. They had him pin our truth, and then Elias came in and pinned that guy. He's stupid. Like I just, I don't know. To me, at that point, you can't take anything serious. At that no, point. not with that belt. No, well, obviously, I haven't been able to take anything that, that <laughs> thing. Is. That thing, though, has produced some of the most cringe-worthy segments, in my opinion. Yeah, this is the truth on that's that just, one. No pun that, intended. That's just, <laughs> I know, right? But the, I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, I mean, some people love it, and 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 I get. I tell you what, people love, and that I do love. That freaking firehouse fun thing—the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, the Firefly Funhouse and the Fiend, obviously. But is Bray Wyatt might be showing that he might be the best promo guy in the business right now. Yes, yeah. I, I mean just look at it. He's able to separate these two personalities and even you know give a little more character development with it and have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. So I agree, and, and I, I saw it. See <laughs> oh my god, I love it too. Like, like he's just like, "See you in hell," <laughs> and and stuff like that. But then like he'll be like, "But the fiend, the fiend helps me control it," and it, I'm just like, "Oh my god, he's just he's so good." What I loved was when they did, you know, the whole I'm addressing, you know, the Hell in a Cell rumors one and everything like that. Uh- he did. They did two things on that thing. One. They had, like, Rambling Rabbit, right? Yeah. He had, like, a little sign that said, help, and Bray's and like, you know, laughing and stuff like that, and then he just pushes him down, like, <laughs> in the shot, and I was just like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Like, it's just, it's small details that can bring, like, something like that. Yeah, it brings a to character to fruition. More. Yeah, so. And, and, and then, too, did you see what they had? They had Vince, the, the Vince, like, character with the horns and yeah. everything like that. He came in and he was just like he was like, You can't challenge Braun and Seth. I mean, look at you and then look at them, but hey boss, look at what I've been making lately. Money. And he shoves it, like, it in the mouth. And, and he's just like, om, om. I'm like, how did that get like like did Vince see that? Like like how did that get past? I'm pretty sure Vince in the back going, haha, I'm just like that puppet. Yeah, give me money. Feed me money. <laughs> oh god. Back, feed me money. Or you're fired. Oh, shut up. No, it's actually Bruce. (laughs) Chat me up. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) No, we're not doing that. Where's Bischoff at? (laughs) (laughs) Feed me them WCW dollars that you still... (laughs) (laughs) Right? But, no, dude, I I love uh, The Fiend. And they're already talking. uh, There's, like, already those rumors talking about, well, obviously the next big opponent for The Fiend is The Undertaker. Because Which would be because great because I if, was about to say anyone who like dogs on that I, I'm I'm going to like tell you like no I'm I'm actually like because here's the thing you can say what you want to about the Undertaker you can say this and that but he will make that character even more than it already is yeah he will and it's the perfect passing of the torch right there to become the new. Um, dark entity of WWE. Well, it's not like they haven't been trying that with, you know, Bray Wyatt for years right now. But the problem, like, because the problem with the Wyatt family was it got so diluted at one point. It did. And and he would just attack random people, and it was kind of like if he's one of your most popular characters and he's one of the faces, why is he not like the champion and terrorizing everything? And why do we have to put Randy Orton in the mix with that? That was just asinine when that happened. I'm coming for you and your title, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my, my mom and my nephew have the perfect thing for that. Whenever he hits that pose, he strikes it, and they just all of a sudden, out of the blue, go, I'm a girl, and it just fits him so well. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, you ruined Randy Orton. He's not the viper. He's the vixen and now. Not a, and, not a, and, and, you know, he gets a lot of flack, but I, I, I'm not gonna lie, i not going to lie. I like Randy Orton. I did not like him in that – like they also, like, did that thing at WrestleMania where there was, like, the overhead shot and it was, like, he was wrestling on, like, a bunch of, like, cockroaches and stuff like, yeah. that. Just had, like that. That was just... you like, imagine like, what people's uh, reactions was in the arena just to see you that? You could hear it. You could hear it. They were like, oh, mm. like, what is... Oh, huh? huh? Like, like, what? Mark Ruffalo, huh? There was, like, <laughs> there was, like, a lot of, like... Th- there was, just, like, a lot of silence after it because they were just like, what? Like... Like we don't get it. You yeah, know? Like, it's just stupid. Imagine if you were like on like the like the edge of the ring where you can't see like that's inside of the ring like that. So you're just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Like, I'm pretty sure it showed up on the side of the um the ring because they have that little HD side. They probably saw that. But like, oh, that's cute. What's those graphics for? <laughs> and then they watch it at home. like, oh. That's what that was? Right. I spent <laughs> how much money to go see that shit. <laughs> right? That's about that's about like what they Next lie, year, like, you know. Next year, John Cena's wrestling a holographic version of Andre the Giant. Go to WrestleMania, you'll be able to see it. Oh no. Come on. Like if 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 that's a good I mean, know. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna get <laughs> into that debate and everything uh, like that. But yeah, that that was just weird. But I love you know, this character that Bray has come up with and the fact that, you know, he's still Bray Wyatt, but, like, there's this... I, I love everything about it. And you sh- the thing is, is you still don't know, like, you think you know what it is, but then it's kind of like, well, wait, no, I don't know what it is. Because a lot of people, you know, when it first started, obviously, everyone thought, well, this is obviously, you know, a guy who's controlling, you know, children's television and he's actually a psycho man or right. something like that. And it kind of is, but then it kind of isn't, you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more to it than that. Yeah, uh, and he still hasn't divulged into it completely. And, I, and I, I still say that the thing is, if you really, like, want to scare people and, like, push the boundaries in a, in a good and tasteful way, have Bray Wyatt attack AJ Styles and his family. Is AJ like not the perfect freaking thing for that? He is. If he wasn't, this whole OC bullcrap, which the greatest thing of all time was watching him finally take the stunner. Yes, <laughs> and he took it better than half the people on the roster would. Well, of course, is well AJ the first time house? he did, the second time he didn't. Uh, <laughs> the second time he just kind of Vince McMahon sold it, but <laughs> yeah. the first time he sold it almost like the Rock would. Oh, so, that. So, oh so he had a seizure. <laughs> Seizure out the ring. Yeah, that's basically what happened. And that was off the air, so it was okay. But the first one, he kind of <laughs> did that whole bounce up, shoulder roll, then collapse. Kind of like what The Rock would do. Yeah, It was actually great, except The Rock actually... The Austin Theory So Austin Theory. <laughs> uh, it's been so long, I don't remember how he sold that. <laughs> i have James Drake come over here and chop you. I don't give a shit... <laughs> Yeah, it'll, you make say for that great, until... it'll make for a great podcast, okay? That's what I'm looking at now. That's me. I'm the Vince McMahon of TNB Studios. I just want great entertainment. This is fun. This is entertainment. Okay. <laughs> what the hell did that come from? You know Speaking of entertaining, let's talk about uh, NXT. Yeah, because that was obviously the biggest news that broke. Uh, and I was going to get to that, but... No, I just wanted to you know, get away from that subject. We were just I'm, on that I didn't I'm know sure, about, so... <laughs> I'm, sure you, I'm, I'm sure you did, but yeah. I okay, did. No, no, more, no I more talking segway, about Chops and tracing. I Tracy, guess. Yes. Or, or, or what a maneuver! <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway. Going right in there, just like uh, good old... Um, I don't know. i got to keep going. I'm <laughs> stupid. Oh. I told you I didn't read the script! All oh. right. Are you the original VPW now, Okay. Oh! <laughs> yeah. The shade has been thrown, and oh right. my god! Okay, oh, whatever. Anyways. anyways, yeah, no NXT though. No, um, I, I, I'm Georgia Wrestling Network. Um. <laughs> oh my god! Now we're just gonna get thrown off the air. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyways. I own the air still. <laughs> anyways, this is all you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways but yeah nxt it was announced and it broke on literally every major uh news outlet you could think of that nxt is moving to usa network two hour live usa network time slot uh and it's against aew and I, I don't even know what we're calling the new uh, show or anything like that on um, on TNT. So, it's just just AEW on TNT right now. Yeah. So for right now, that's so they're gonna be challenging AEW. And okay, look, <laughs> because I saw um, I saw so much of this, and I've seen so many responses, and I've seen like a WWE representative respond to it and say like, well. NXT has always been on Wednesday nights and this is a move that we've been wanting to do for a while or blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, listen here. You can defend it all you want to. The evidence is like clear against you. You you put it on a month before they're supposed to go live on TNT. In October. And... NXT was a one hour taped show that aired on the WWE Network. That you say, you know, well, it airs on Wednesday nights, but really you can go and watch it anytime you want to, you know, kind of like you just binge watch episodes and everything like that. So I don't care what you say, there's no way that you can defend that you're not taking a shot at AEW. Yeah, you moved it to Wednesday nights, you made it two hours, you made it live. And then you're going to turn around and you're also maneuvering certain stars that are already established back to NXT. Yeah. So. I've mean, and, and I've been I've been hearing that, that like people are going back to NXT and, and they're going to have, a, you know, another draft soon and stuff like that. All this and that. Yeah, so this whole getting called up to NXT changes now. Now you're just being drafted to another program. It's the third brand now. As we've always said that it was and should be. But it's now the third brand of WWE. Yeah, but now now who all is going to come in from Raw now and dilute this thing even more? Or even more? SmackDown. I mean, there's already the thing of, you know, Kevin Owens got fired on SmackDown this previous week. And he tweeted out a cryptic text of numbers, three numbers. And those numbers, when put on the alphabet, spells out NXT. So Okay, that might be people looking way too much into that. But then again... Then again, it's Kevin Owens. I, who knows? I, I don't know. That could be. But my question is, why? Yeah. Why does... No. The people that need to go back to NXT are the people that you took this past year. Alistair Black, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. Yeah. Those are just... Those are, those are three... Well, technically four guys. But those are four guys right there that I know should go back yeah. to NXT. Another person that should go back to NXT is Asuka. Yeah. Because Asuka was utilized a lot better in NXT. And, that, and that's the other thing, too. Is who's going to be running NXT now? Is it Vince going to be running NXT? Is he going to be overseeing everything instead of having trips oversee it? And, and Yeah, and here's the thing. Triple H might could say, well, no, I'm going to be running it. No, here's the thing. If you're on live television on WWE and you're going up against another wrestling organization, Vince McMahon is going to be involved in all of that shit. Yep. And, and there's it, no other way to put that. And isn't going to know anything about it because he's not been involved with it. No. So I, here's my question. What does this do for the takeovers? Because the takeovers to now have been the thing. that— They already canceled are- the one for Royal Rumble weekend. I did see that. I did see that. So are they going to get their own, like, 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 instead of having it as part of like, you know, a WrestleMania weekend or a Royal Rumble weekend and everything like that? Are they going to get their own? Because if you do that, you're going to really dilute your product. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing too. It takes away from the specialness of NXT. It's no longer feeling special anymore, like it used to. Well, it's not just that. But here's the thing. You've now really got to make all of these different. You, you've got to make all of these programs look completely different, or else. So say like, so say they do this, right? Say Raw presents a pay per view, right? Then SmackDown presents a pay per view. Then NXT presents a pay per view. That's three weeks in a row. Now you've presented a pay per view. Now think if think if that has the WWE logo on it and everything like that, and it looks completely the same. Like everything just looks the same. It's you WWE. Can't popular, tell yeah anything. You're going to dilute that, and then that's going to make everyone go, hey, wait a minute, there's AEW over there. They're uh-huh. actually completely different from you. Yep, and, and that's the thing. is, There's been talks about WWE utilizing new sets, going back to the old way they were used to doing things. Oh, my God, sets. I hope they do that. Because they talked about bringing back the big, giant SmackDown fist for uh, Fox. You want to know something? I guarantee you that's because of Heyman and Bischoff. Yeah, Bischoff more than anybody. Bischoff has, like preach that on like almost every podcast like every interview that he's in when people ask him that question of like yes they've got to not only change the look of the ropes or the scenery or everything like that but they've got to make everything look completely different i guarantee you that's what he's going to try to do i guarantee you though he won't be successful because it's vince mcmahon (laughs) Yeah, who wants to look at? And not only that, not just Vince McMahon, but this board of directors who's looking at cost-related issues. Oh, well, what's better on cost-effectiveness? How are we going to save money? This that, I don't understand that from WWE. Well, when, it's not when just WWE. That's like yeah, any company. So much money. Yeah, well, it's any company. Any company looks at their financial losses like, well, how are we going to coop that back? Oh, we cut here. We cut here. We cut here. We cut here. And, and, and that's just smart business. But obviously. that's that's what that's what happened when they went to the HD set to cut down on it. The HD set was utilized in every fucking thing. They just changed the graphic, and that made WWE Television look the same all over all platforms. And yeah, it still does. It does. So, like, like, and and that's my thing about NXT. Like, are they now going to shoot for big arenas, or are they going to try to do like places like Center Stage? For instance, in Atlanta. They would be smart if they went for places like Center Stage. It would be the smaller very dinners. smart because it would that like I swear that 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 does give like that gives you a new feel to everything mm-hmm. instead of like the bigger. I get why the big arena is used, but I, I just love that that different feeling every time you watch. Like that was one of the things I loved about WCW like as a child, like it would have like outdoor events and stuff right. like that. Like, they were in a mall, for Christ's sake, for the fucking opening opening of Nitro. Right. So, you know, are they going to continue to do stuff like that? Or are they going into Big Arena? I know that the first, like, uh, opening episode is supposed to be, um, what is it, from Full Sail, right? Yeah, from Full Sail. I think they're going to stick with staying at Full Sail. So it's going to be from Full Sail. But, again, like, what after that? Are they going to try to – I'll, I'll say this. You're not going to be able to do a show every single week there from full cell, because you're going to have to expand the audience at yeah. some point. Like, like that place does not hold – like, they had yeah. to turn away people for the takeovers, which is why they moved the takeovers completely out of full sales. They were mm-hmm. like, we can't fit these, you know? yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and, and jump into another promotion. This uh, NWA like It's smaller than the Impact Zone yeah. was. Yeah, but jumping to you talking about things being special, I want to jump away from uh, WWE for a minute, going to NWA. They're filming in Atlanta this next coming. Month. I did hear about that, and they and um, what's his name? Uh, the the NWA World Champion. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis. He was talking to somebody in an interview, and he said that they're going to go for. The old school Jim Crockett promotion style of uh, delivering a weekly show, so the fans have more interaction with the wrestlers, and there's a lot more uh, stories that can be told through that means, which I, I think is great. Yeah, and, and and here's here's the thing, like let me be very clear, like if you have a pay per view event or you have like WrestleMania or anything, that needs to be in it. Like, well, WrestleMania just needs to be in a stadium. Well, no, they, they, no questions asked on that one. Yeah, no questions. Asked. And pay-per-views, they need to be in big arenas. That needs to be in that. But like, say for Raw or SmackDown, like for one, like like one time, could we just have like one in like a small place? Yeah. I mean, you have a whole freaking. Brand new headquarters and studio being built in Stanford. Why not build a studio in there where you can house and have wrestling shows well, actually, and be more cost-effective? Didn't they, didn't they like turn part of full sale into one? Like like didn't they make like kind of a bigger area or something like that? I think that? they did, but it's strictly for NXT. Um I'm talking about in general. For weekly shows, uh, you could do a Raw from there. You could do a SmackDown from there. It's cost-effective. It's in your own house, basically. You could change it up and size it up whichever way you want, and you could bring in people to be your fans. Yeah, you're all about ticket sales and everything, but hey, you're in Stanford, Connecticut. Who's to say people aren't going to buy tickets to come in there and see a live WWE taping? Well, I mean, people in Stanford go there to see uh, the Maury show. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> shouldn't, be, shouldn't be too hard to get them to go see a wrestling show. Yeah, but this is true. So. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff like like you can question this and question that. But it is happening. NXT is moving to USA Network. And that's going to be interesting because it's going up, obviously, against AEW on TNT and AEW. Just presented all out, obviously, Yeah. which was, oh my God, was that just not an amazing event. It was. From top to bottom, it was one of the best wrestling cards I've seen in a long time. And it had a lot of surprises in it as well. It did. It didn't have the biggest surprise that I think a lot of people were hoping for. But he even said it at uh, StarCast. Of course, we're talking about CM Punk. Um, He said it at StarCast. He was like, I'm not... Showing up at all out. I, I, this is not what this is for. This was because Conrad Thompson got a hold of me and asked me to come here, and I'm just like, sure. Yeah. So he did that strictly for Starcast. He didn't rule out going back to WWE either. So. Oh, that's very true. I, and I mean, here's the thing: could anybody blame him if he went back to WWE because that is where most of his legacy is? That's just true. You could say it's in ROH or Ring of Honor or the Independence or whatnot. No, it's in WWE. We didn't get the pipe bomb in our. I mean, we got. Somewhat of a pipe bomb in ROH, but we didn't get involved in World Wrestling Entertainment. (laughs) See what you did there? I I did see what I did there. (laughs) Uh, My friend dressered that thing, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but somebody who did show up, LAX. Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, cause I, and I had to say that because it, it, it when I think of LAX, I think of Homicide and Hernandez. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I never considered them LAX. I considered them something else. But Santana and Ortiz, they got kind of a big pop for it and everything like that. And um, that's a big get for the tag team division. That is. That is huge. Because they, they were actually, like, a lot of people like them in Impact Wrestling. So... I'm real interested to see what they do there. I'm real interested to see what happens with the tag match. Or, not tag match, but... Um, the tag team tournament? Yes, the tag team tournament, which is supposed to, like, kick off this the first night. Yeah, Like, this is mostly what they're basing it around for, like, the first few episodes or something like that. So, that's going to be really interesting. And speaking of tag match... Oh, my God. That ladder match between... Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, and the Young Bucks. Chris, I don't know if those guys are human. I I, I don't know. I don't if, even think they're robots, because robots would have broke with half the stuff that they were doing. I, for real. Like, I, dude, the Machine Empire from the Power Rangers would have <laughs> broke down trying to do those fucking moves that they were doing. Like, I mean, dude, was that just not insane? That was insane. I it mean, was just a, it, it was an incredible match. A lot of freaking fortitude was put in that. How much more can you explain for that? It's just it was one of those matches that Dave Meltzer would have rainbow roated to. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure he fucking did. I, I'm sure he did. I was thinking that too when I was watching it. Another one he probably did that over was Kenny Omega. And fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Which, dude, I will say this. They did have like a couple of moments in that matchup that you could clearly see they missed some spots there. Yeah, like especially the backwards Hurricane Rana and like they kind of like looked at each other like not knowing what to do. I was just like, "Really, guys?" Like- yeah, it's just like we wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in the script. That match, <laughs> that that match though was yeah, it awesome, was awesome. It, it still it still was really good uh, and everything. Like obviously, I guess like. You know the show stealer would be the Young Bucks and um, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Pentagon. Junior. Yeah, Um, I might just be Pentagon now. I don't even know if it's Junior. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it might just be Pentagon. But the but the story of the night, the story of the night was, you know, Chris Jericho and Hangman Page. I actually thought you were going to go a different way on that one because I thought another matchup that could be, uh, we'll talk about that one in just a minute. But I thought I thought another one that could probably have been like the match of the night was Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Yeah. Uh, but I mean And by the way, Sean Spears, he is completely erasing Mr. Perfect Ten Ty Dillinger. He like is. I mean I mean he might still have the perfect ten mon- moniker or whatnot, uh-huh. but you can tell like he's not walking down there and acknowledging any 10 10 chance. He he's like nope this is a new... I'm not that guy. No, you're about to take me serious. Which is good. because oh, I, I love just, it. Yeah. I love it. I, I, dude, I think he's great talent. And I think that if utilized in the right way, which I believe AEW will do, he's going to be really good. Especially, you've got, you know, Tully Blanchard as your thing. Which, by the way, that guy is always in heel mode. Because you see his eyes? Mm-hmm. His eyes, like, like when he walks down to the ring... He legit looks like a killer. Like, he looks like a psycho killer. Like father, like daughter, so... Well, this is very true. Which is why I'll never say anything about Tessa anymore now that tell he's back in the business. <laughs> I was preparing myself to think I, that. Yeah, I, I, ain't I ain't saying it. I ain't saying it, even though the next story we're going to talk about does deal with Tessa being all over the place, but that's beside the point. Um, oh, okay. Well, anyways, yeah. Well, speaking of family tradition... Uh, there was someone that came in and interrupted this matchup, and I, like every other old school, new school, any pro wrestling fan in general, lost our shit when Arn Anderson came down there. And, and led to his name, The Enforcer. Yes. I loved it. And he and he came in, and he gave a spine buster. And guess what? Finally, that motherfucker... Uh, Excalibur shut up long enough for Jr. to call that one, and, and basically, I'm pretty sure Jr. like nudged him and went, "No, let me show you how this is done." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm spine on the pine," and I was just like, "Oh my god, yes!" Like, I was like, "Yes, thank you." So finally, Excalibur shut up long enough. for I'm that pretty happened. much guaranteeing that Jr. put his hand over his mouth long enough for him to say that, and took it off and said, "That's how you do it, Junior." <laughs> Give him my hat back. <laughs> well, I, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, is it just me, Chris, or is that almost his gimmick as much as the mask is? Like, I think it like, is. Like, 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 you just talk over, like, like the main announcer. Like, is that your because? I, I believe it is because it's just like every when time. When you're watching this, did you not notice how many times? I, t- I kept telling him to shut up, even though I know he couldn't hear me. <laughs> it's like shut up for a change. what are hear Jr.? I, that's what I wanted to do. And JR was trying to get stuff in, and he would, like, cut him off. I I can't stand it when he does that. Hopefully when they go AEW TV, he's not one of the guys on there. I'm praying to God. It's just JR. He will be. No, I wanted to be JR and freaking Tony Schiavone. Oh, I did hear about that, that Tony Schiavone was, you know, back. He's one of the main announcers. He's on the announce team, and he is also in charge of development. Yeah, but he won't be there for the weekends, though, because he still is doing Georgia football. That's fine. He's on there for the Wednesday nights on TNT, which is perfect. Bring both the original commentators for Turner Broadcasting with WCW. Oh, uh, no, please. like, 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 Just have it be JR and Tony Schiavone for that. Please don't put Excalibur there. Because like, I like, swear like, to God I will not up in fanboy all over the place if the first episode has Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross and we could be like, whoa, excuse me the burp on that. I was Pepsi talking. <laughs> um, but seriously, if we have Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross on a Turner network talking wrestling, commentating wrestling, all will be right with the world again. Right. I will feel that way. will smile down and I go, You did good boy. <laughs> right. That, that's not for somebody else. That's for AW right there. Rest the scalpel go to WWE. Take over for You're uh, not even microphone. trying to accent. I- no, I'm not Okay. Anyways. Alright. Yeah, no, I uh I I can't wait uh for it. There's so much uh and there was so much that happened uh at all out but it was like, you know, two weeks ago, so uh, we'll have the, to go the over big, it. The big thing is, though, Jericho is your first AEW champion. And yes. on top of that, lost the first freaking— First of all, that was an amazing match. It up. was. But on top of that, loses the belt going to Longhorn. <laughs> I, I saw—okay, look, I only saw, like, bits and pieces You gave this. Corey Graves a chance to dig at you. For Christ's sake, on Monday Night Raw, Drake— Ma- was it no SmackDown. Drake Maverick wins the freaking 24-7 title in— Freaking Corey Greg goes he's gonna take his wife and hop in a limo and go to a chain restaurant and I'm just like oh my god you just Thanks Jericho. They're uh, still gonna talk about you regardless. What now wait a minute, was it a work? It was part reality that got turned into a work. That got turned into the greatest meme of all time now.
1: He uh, did lose the uh, belt.
0: Uh, um the they did. Yeah, it did get lost within a limo. Somebody found it, tried to sell it on Craigslist, for Christ's sake. But to save face, because AEW does have a backup championship. He cut a promo in a freaking jacuzzi talking about there's going to be a worldwide investigation while he's sitting there in my jacuzzi in my house drinking some little bit of the bubbly. (laughs) And now everything's about the bubbly. I even loved how Shane (laughs) uh, Thorpe pointed this out on Facebook. I I agree with him. He said, is it Jericho like... Poured a glass of champagne, like like poured the whole glass, and then put the glass down, and then just took the bottle and drank from the bottle. <laughs> that's <laughs> typical Jericho, though. Jericho truly is the goat. Yeah, but the belt's back in possession. Uh, everything's fine on that, but we, we got one of the greatest stories out of it, and it just made perfect sense to turn it into a kind of a storyline angle. Well, of course <clears throat> it does, because that's what you do in wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean. So, AEW doing it right. Like like, like, like they're doing a lot of things right, apparently. Obviously, All Out was a success. They've already announced several dates for their TV coming up, and all of those are almost sold out. One of them's going to be in Charlotte. Yep. Someone else might be there. Maybe these two that you're hearing right now. Who knows? (laughs) If I have enough money, (laughs) please support the show. (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) Anyways, shop.tmbstudios.com Right. <laughs> well, speaking of something that bought something over the week. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Uh, no, uh, Impact Wrestling. Well, not Impact Wrestling, but Anthem Sports purchased Access TV, or, 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 or yeah, Access like TV. Yeah. yeah, well, they they joined up. They they bought a majority share of Access TV, and this is something that's been going on for a while. There's been talks going on for. I don't know if it's been months or years they've been trying to buy Access TV, um, mostly because they wanted to have another another network to air uh, Impact, Impact, Wrestling. Impact Wrestling on. And there's been a lot of turndown on it. Well, just recently it was confirmed – that they are on a majority ownership of Access TV, right? And then it was today, I believe. I think you have that news that Impact announced that they will be yes, there. Impact Wrestling. It was announced on their Twitter, on their Facebook, all of their social media outlets that yes, they will be on Access TV. Um, I'm not sure if it's Friday nights or Thursday nights or what uh, or what night, but uh, you'll have to go to Impact Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, all of those media outlets, wherever you can find Impact Wrestling, or just go to impactwrestling.com for more info on that. But, yeah, they are coming to Access TV. Um, so they do have another and, and, and they're moving in October, which is the same time AEW's launching, which is the same well, time October Fox. might be the biggest month in the history of pro wrestling. And, and when I said something about, like, father-like daughter... Uh, Tessa actually messaged out on her Twitter feed, uh, Tessa is Access TV, and it's funny that she says that, because she's not only on Impact, but she's also on WOW Women of Wrestling, that airs on Access TV as well. how is this all going to work? I got a funny feeling that they're going to probably air Friday night, it's going to be the Friday night fight block. You'll have Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, WOW Women of Wrestling, and then the Friday night fights, uh, with Mixed Martial Arts. So, well, I know my destination on Friday night, <laughs> yep. so holy crap, that's, yep, that's amazing. That's why I'm renewing my Philo account so I can have access to Access TV, no pun intended there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I talked about Wow Women Are Wrestling on here before. I've talked about the New Japan show on there, which is basically just a recap of stuff that's yeah, already happened. Yeah, it is. I think that like... Like, the next step for New Japan Pro Wrestling is to, like, actually get, like, a weekly show on Access where it's live. Yeah, which current. would be great. But, so. I mean, wrestling is booming here. and But uh, I think you had some news that's a little more on the downer with uh, the Pro Wrestling game right now. And it deals with one of your favorite promotions. Man, yeah, because I saw – I've been seeing some reports – um, obviously, you know, uh, when I was doing the summer of quack, uh, ROH came to Atlanta, right? Ring of Honor. And they came to center stage. Obviously, they had a good turnout there um, because of center stage and everything right. like that. But, all right, they've been going to some, uh, some places recently. And apparently they have not been drawing very good crowds. Like, they didn't draw a very good crowd in Tennessee. Um, they did not draw a good crowd in Portland, Oregon, when they did that show where it showed, like, like you could even see the picture or yeah. anything like that. Um, yeah, this was my fear for ROH, was when all of this stuff happened, was that someone was, you know, someone's going to get, you know, knocked out. And I feared it was going to be ROH because, you know, I, 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 and, and I, I read this too, like, it, it, I think it was more like in Ringside News, uh, I believe it was, or something like that. But mm-hmm. when I was reading it, like, a lot of people, including myself, I've been saying this about ROH for a long time right now. And, and that's the fact of, what is there in ROH? That makes you want to go see ROH right now. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know any of the storylines. They've lost. They a don't few people. have. They don't have intriguing storylines no, right now. I mean, they, they have like some stuff that could be intriguing, but it's you know the guys aren't known, which they've never had known talent. That you know talent gets known in ROH, right? But yeah, like. They've got Roosh versus uh, Matt Taven for the world title coming up at Death Before Design. Now, that's going to be good because I think that there is a good storyline going into that, except it's just not – it's ROH. Yeah. And a lot of people who are not familiar with ROH don't know who these half these people are. And let's, mean, let's be honest. ROH got really, really popular in in 17 and, and 18 – because of obviously the young bucks Cody and all them yeah. uh, in the promotion, and then they had other guys. Now, yeah, they've lost a lot of people. To Neil Dashwood it's is now no with longer. Impact. So, so they really don't have like an established women's division. They, you know, the closest I mean, that they've got to them in that is Velvet Sky yeah, and Angelina Love, which is great, but it's still not enough. No. And 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 it's just the thing is, is that like I said, any, you know, casual fan will sit there and look at Ring of Honor. They'll recognize, you know, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love if they followed Impact Wrestling. Right. They'll recognize certain faces in there, but then they'll turn around and look and it's like, Well, who's this person? Who's that person? And, and yeah, maybe they may get turned on by it, but where are they going to find it? Just like Impact was trying to get Access TV and succeeded, and now they own Access TV. They were putting Impact wrestling on Pursuit Channel, which is owned by Anthem, you know? They own Anthem. Right. Um, but Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, and you could barely get Ring of Honor on anything that Sinclair Broadcasting. Yeah, the closest that you can really get, like ROH, on is roh.com or the Honor Club thing. And the problem with that is, is they're not even up to date on some of that. Like, the, like you don't get the uh, TV show until like, like the following Friday or something like that. I, I don't know. It, it's it's weird the the way that, that that they've got things set up. And see, here here was the problem. At one point, right? At one point, the ROH World Title was looked at as if you held this title, doesn't matter what promotion you're in or not. It was looked at as like the IWGP Championship. Mm-hmm. It meant that you were the best in the world. Like at one point, people legit considered. Nigel McGuinness or Daniel Bryan or you know Brian Danielson. Danielson at the time uh, in ROH, like they considered them legit the best wrestlers in the world. Like like nope, that's that's the best one and everything like that. Samoa Joe was looked at as the best wrestler. Tyler Black, CM Punk when he held it for the Summer of Punk, mm-hmm. even AJ Styles. Nope. No AJ Styles never held we it he never in the ROH. held it, but well, he nope. was still considered that because of the you know the way he would. Um Go to ROH and exactly. like that. He was he's always he's always just been more TNA. I never yeah. like really knew about his stuff on ROH. But just in general, you know, like you said, Nigel McGinnis, Brian Day, until he went back to yeah. ROH. But then, like you know, he went and went for the idea. Yeah, even Jay Lethal, when Jay Lethal held it for the longest time, starting off when he went there, it was still considered you know legitimate. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, when Jay Briscoe and Adam Cole... Adam Cole, May you rest in peace. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, I, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't... I I don't... I don't know... I You can't say it has anything to do with the talent. Because I, I, think, that I think that they've got great talent. I think they have great talent, but also I don't think they've... Worked well with these growing pains over the course of the past few months. Um, you've had so much happen in such a little amount of time, right? And everybody's doing this big elevation thing and Ring of Honor, standing back here looking, going, "We'll see you as the last left," and they're losing it. Well, see, it, it, and here's the thing, like, because you know, I thought, I thought something that was going to be a big launching point for ROH was going to be that Madison Square Garden show. You know, they sell out Madison Square Garden and for an indie promotion, technically, for an indie promotion like them, who has never sold out big arenas like that to sell out Madison Square Garden, was an accomplishment, and I thought it was going to be a big launching point. Here's the problem. When everyone bought those tickets, they bought them in 2018, Mm -hmm. and they bought them around October. There was no reports, there were no nothing about AEW or anything like that. So everyone thought that they were going to get, like, the Young Bucks, Cody. Kenny Omega and all that. Exactly. That's what they thought, especially with it being an ROH and New Japan joint show. That's what they all thought. That's not what happened. Because AEW came in and, and, you know, that ruined everything. Because now they're under contract. Now they can't, you know, go and do that. And I think that's what hurt that special. Yeah. Was everyone was expecting these it people beca- to be there. It became more of a New Japan spectacle than it did a an oh, and, and, and that was my thing when I watched it. That was my biggest fear when I was watching it. You know, it was the fact of ROH to me did not present ROH. There was only a couple of times that ROH presented ROH. Actually, maybe really even one time that whole night, which was the Osprey versus um, Jeff Cobb match. I thought that looked like ROH, you know, basically versus New Japan uh-huh. uh, in a way, but that looked like ROH. Rest of it, though, like, you had the six-man tag, that, you, you know, you had the six-man hardcore matchup. You had a triple threat ladder matchup. And I thought, no, the ROH world title needs to be a Mm one-on-one competition in this case. But they just had to have Marty Scroll in there. So my thing was, I was like, well, you put PCO in there. You could have just had the Kingdom versus, you know, uh, Villain Enterprises. You could have just had that one. And you could have had the Briscoes versus... um, God. Yeah. You know? Like 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 you could have had that. It but instead like they that. tried to overcome it. Then they had uh, you know, Enzo and Big Cass interfere. And I thought was that stupid. was stupid. Then of course the debut of the allure, which felt more like an impact wrestling spot than it did a freaking all Ring of Honor spot. It did. So it did. And and it, I get what they were trying to do with it, but that's not how it came off to anyone. It just there was a lot of things that they didn't do. And I, I've also felt like a lot of the times that's been ROH's problem with like their pay-per-view specials that that like they'll advertise. Like the first one that they ever did, Best in the World. Like a lot of people were like, "Yo, you know, you advertise this big event, and instead what we got was basically the TV show." Mm-hmm. And you know, like so, I I, I don't know. I I I don't like. Obviously, I don't think ROH is like hurting right now because I think if they were hurting, you know, you would clearly see them make some moves or but something. But obviously like that. they're not growing. They're not, not, they're not doing what they need to do to grow and expand. But is that that ROH's fault or is that Sinclair's fault? I got a feeling it's more Sinclair than Ring of Honor. Sinclair's the one that has the final say on everything. And I almost guarantee you they're not allowing them to grow or move. Well and and you know I've talked about this before, like There was a report, and this was actually like three or four years ago, I think, like when AJ Styles was a part of ROH. Like, there was talks that that they all had this big meeting. Like, like, like they asked if they could have like a meeting with Sinclair Broadcasting, and you had Kerry Silkin, you had uh, Joe Coff, and you had, um, and then you had ROH World Champion at the time, Jay Briscoe. You had Adam Cole, and they even brought in, like, AJ Styles, and they brought in, like, the Bullet Club at the time. They brought in the Young Bucks at at that time. Not Cody, because he wasn't a part of this at the time. But at the time, they all had this meeting, and they brought him in there, and they were like, look, if you raise our budget, and and you give us this, and you do this and that, we believe that we can become, like, the alternative promotion. We believe that we can become the top alternative promotion. Like, like, and they even said it, they're like, we're not going to become number one right now. That's going to be held by WWE, you know, for right now. But they, like, at the time, they believed that if they got these things, then they could take it as far as they did. And according to, you know, Meltzer, he said that Sinclair said, no, we're going to keep you right where you are and everything like that. Now, I thought with a lot of stuff that we had seen from ROH and the growth that they had, like, the past three years after that, I thought, well, there could have, that, that, you know, could have been false reporting. Maybe they did. Maybe they did up their budget. And then now I see it now, and I'm like, okay, maybe they have it. You know, I don't know. And there's talks that, like, Sinclair is in talks with, like, disney or something like that like to expand sinclair broadcasting or something like that so i i don't know uh you know we'll have to keep our eye on it i just i hope that roh is not the one that that will suffer because i i I thought if any promotion was it was going to be impact wrestling or something like that and No, apparently it's ROH. Like ROH is just staying stagnant right now. Well, that's the thing is, uh, you know, Anthem Sports is wanting Impact to grow and be bigger. Yeah. And and Sinclair just doesn't seem to be moving the ball for uh, Ring of Honor at the moment. Well, we'll have to keep our eye on it uh, and everything like that. There's the bell. Uh, We are done. Uh, with that matchup and everything like that. I hope you enjoyed uh, the wrestling news and everything like that. We'll cover more of it as it breaks throughout the weeks, uh, and we'll cover uh, what breaks this week uh, on next week's show. Yes. Uh, and everything like that. But don't go anywhere. We're about to have a word from TMP Studios, but we'll come back with our with our second contest. Don't go away. What's up, everybody? It is Blake Collins here with Chatter City. We are dropping the four one one on everything sports. It's baseball, football, basketball, anything and everything about sports, even the unique sports as well. Not only that, but we are also going to have spinoff shows related to the unique people within the CSRA area. Talking about music, talking about movies, different things like that. So you do not ever want to miss out on an episode of Chatter City because I guarantee you... You will not only learn something, but you will also have a heyday and a half as well. This is Blake Collins signing off with Chapter City. Have a blessed rest of your day. You're listening to the Stovall Wrestling Network, exclusively on TMB Studios. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Stovall Wrestling Network, the SWN Podcast. I, of course, am Caleb Stovall, along with my colleague, Chris Dickens. What's up? And, yes, it is time now for our second contest, which deals with the independents, the indies, the locals, you know, not not necessarily independent wrestling promotions, but, you know, the locals, what's going on around here in our area, in Georgia, uh, and stuff like that. And, of course, uh, I was just recently at the uh, Viral Pro Wrestling's Summer of Quack. 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 I had to do it. I'm I'm sorry. I did. I had to. I love the Ugly Ducklings. (laughs) Hi, I'm Rob Kiljoy. You know. Oh, well, you would have loved this then because they actually, all three of them were in a triple threat match. I did see that. It was called a Cluster Duck match. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. And uh, Mikey Galena was the special guest referee, and I, I'm, I'm serious. And, and Mikey, I, I love you, but I have not seen a, a referee sh- uh, shirt tighter than that one. Uh, and probably about as tight as when I saw Vince McMahon at Over the Edge in it's uh, Just tight <laughs> security as security at a viral pro show, which is very, very tight. Yeah, for real. But it was great. Man, I, you know, I, I'm going to say this, too, about the Summer of Quack. Uh, Before I continue about it, I I was at commentary and I was calling out such names as Leva Bates, the librarian, and Eli. Wow. (laughs) And Eli Drake and then of course the fallen angel Christopher Daniels was there too which is amazing and i said those names like on commentary i sat there like i looked at i looked at ace and i and like i looked at him with like just this like stunned look on my face like i'm just like what where am i right now like like <laughs> like, like like is this actually happening and yeah it was actually happening like it the- was an awesome night we had a lot of people there too at the Warren Road community center oh yeah it was a great turnout um Great event. It was a, ran a little bit long, uh, you know, certain segments got longer and certain, you know, stuff happened. But overall, uh, it was a great event. Um, you know, great way to follow up, I guess, Infection. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of following up Infection, we've got another big one coming in October, and it's October 12th to be uh, specific. It is, it's back. It's Trick or Trauma. They are Halloween special and uh, yeah, I am looking forward to this one, uh, you know, cause we're going to be coming off of the heels of infection and the summer quack, summer quack, which a lot, you know, some stuff happened there at summer quack, but the real story is what happened at infection uh, and everything like that. And, and they've already announced uh, several matches uh, for um, trick or trauma coming up. And, they just announced one, it's going to be a tag match. That's right. The VPW Tag Team Championships will be up for grabs as the newly crowned VPW Tag Champs the international superstars Blanco, Loco, and Joey Osborne. Maybe mm. friends of the shows. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we could call them that. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can. After the interview we had with them, I think I, they had a I good time so. on the show. I, I think they, so. Ellie might slap me the next time she sees me after what happened at Infection uh, Four backstage. That's 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 another story. Um, but we're not going there. Uh, okay, anyways, um... I just don't want to meet Joey Osborne and Blanco in the in a dark alley anytime soon, but... Yeah, I, I, I'll call them friends of the show. Okay, <laughs> well show. then I'm definitely calling them friends of the show. <laughs> anyways, uh, and they're going to be taking on the first ever VPW Tag Team Champions, The Monster Squad, Joshua Real Cutshaw, and then one of my personal favorites, Billy Brash. That's going to be a very interesting and a very dynamic match. Uh, yes, it is. Considering the match they had at Infection 4 yes. um, with the Ugly Ducklings, the Gym Nasty Boys, and, and, oh, God, I can't even fathom that whole freaking match anymore. It was just, oh. Yeah, I, I still, I still you know, like, think back to that matchup, and I'm just like, how did, like, none of those guys I know like, I missed die? the team in there, but. Um, you know, it's just the fact that just thinking about that match was crazy. Yeah, so that's going to be, dude, that right there alone is going to be worth going to see. Yes. Like, going to Thompson, Georgia, to see that match right there is going to be. And that's just one matchup that's been announced. There's also been others. There's going to be a special attraction matchup. Lucky Ali is going to take on Jason Kincaid. That's going to be a good one. And then another matchup. That was announced. It was actually the first matchup that was announced uh, for this event. But the loudest mouth in the South, AC Mack, who made his debut at Infection. Guess what? He is coming back. He's coming back to Viral Pro, and he's going to be taking on Chip Day. Now, that is going to be an intense matchup. Yes, it is. That's going to be an amazing matchup. I'm telling you right there three matches that have been announced, and those aren't even the main events. Of the card that is still to be announced, uh, in the coming weeks. Follow Viral Pro Wrestling on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash Viral Pro Wrestling, and then, of course, uh, at Twitter. Uh, um, I think it's at, at viral underscore pro is yes. their uh Twitter handle. Yes, all right, and so make sure you follow them and make sure you can go and reserve your tickets now. Uh, visit VPW. Uh, uh, Is that dot ticket yeah. VPW dot vpw.ticketbud.com. I had to think about that yeah, for a minute, right? Look at you, it's been a minute, hadn't it? It really has, <laughs> I'm not joking. But uh, vpw.ticketbud.com for all of your ticket information, and then of course, if you miss infection, it will be up on SOS Custom Wrestling Network. It's not up there now, but follow Viral Pro on Facebook, and you'll get an announcement of when that will be on. And make sure you become a subscriber to the SOS Custom Wrestling Network where you can not only get Viral Pro, but you can get a lot of other different promotions, uh, not only in the Carolinas, but also in the northern states and on the west coast. So, yeah, uh, check that out. And, of course, if you want to watch VPW, uh, check it out on Fox 54 every Sunday night at 1 a.m., Fox 54. Viral Pro Wrestling, the best of Viral Pro Wrestling. Hey, who hosts that show? I, who, Some who, who scrawny little penis. Oh, his name is uh, Caleb Stovall. That's I'm right. I'm going <laughs> to freaking <laughs> kill you. That, Sorry, I'd take a jab. Okay, all right. Well, Before you go self-exploiting yourself again. Yeah, all right. Anyway. But I'm yeah, he's the host, stuff. folks. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I So join me every uh, Sunday night at 1 a.m., Uh, Or Sunday mornings, I should say. Sunday mornings at 1 a.m. on Fox 54 as I bring you the best of VPW. Uh, And you can also follow it on YouTube, on YouTube slash Viral Pro Wrestling. And, and, uh, And speaking of Viral Pro Wrestling, we are going to have a very special guest next week. We'll tell you about it when we come back after... These words from TMB Studios and other sponsors, it's the Stoveball Wrestling Network SWN. Please do not pull that trigger. What are you talking about, boss? (laughs) Yeah, okay. They try to censor us. They try to stop us. They didn't want us to pull it, but damn it, we're back and we're pulling that trigger, baby. (laughs) Ha ha! The Wrestling Shootout, the greatest wrestling podcast in all the podcasts, is returning. It's coming back soon. You try to stop us. You thought we were going to go away? Nah, I don't think so. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts, as well as past episodes of this podcast, right here, exclusively on TMB Studios. All right, we are back here on the Vault Wrestling Network (SWN), and that is all the time we have for you here wait, 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 this week. Wait, hold on, hold on, no—that is not all the time we have. Let me explain the real reason why we're ending the show like this: because we wasn't prepared. Is that right, Mr.? Yes we, yes, wasn't prepared. yes, we were not prepared, uh Mr. Dickens. Tell us tell us why we were not prepared though. Well, we didn't have a spot Mr. for this C- segment, C-M-D right? Studios. What? Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to be the heel of this show. Why are you doing it? Quit playing this shade of gray stuff. It's a swerve, bro. Oh, no, we're not going there. Are we breaking kayfabe right now? Stop breaking I, I'm kayfabe. not breaking fame. I don't even know what, what that word means. What, what, what are you talking about? That, that's not a word that uh, Mark's going use. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Call no, 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 Mark. No, no. Y'all heard that live right here on the SWN. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're just playing around. But no, actually, for real, we... <laughs> We we had this like big hype on it and everything like that and then we realized oh shit, <laughs> not enough time to prepare. Yeah, this this last two weeks getting ready for this program, um, there was a lot of things that kind of interfere intervened, but it's called life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's called life. Oh my god, people in the wrestling business have lives. Wow, I didn't know, know that. Right? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, just just a lot of things that happen. And uh, But we promise you that we will have the, the complete vision of kind of what we had. Maybe not the complete vision, but the vision of what we had on next week's episode when not only myself, and obviously, and my man Chris Dickens here will right. be back. But we will also have a very special guest. He's the one and he's the only James Caleb Kitchens. He's going to be on the program next week. And good Lord. Uh, how many controversial stuff could we talk about on this one? Oh lord! From um, um, everything I mean, viral pro wrestling to, to what's action, going on independent wrestling in general, and to what's going on on the main you know television networks this and is stuff true. like that. Like he's gonna be talking with us all day long. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It um it is, and then we've got several guests lined up for you guys here on this show. We've got several uh, guests lined up. Um, uh, that are coming up in the coming weeks, and we'll tell you all more about that at a later date and everything like that. But next week's episode, James Caleb Kitchens, uh, will be right here. And we will have a very big main event. That's right. Yes. Our very first main event on this show, actually. Uh Chris. Yes, so, it's going to uh, be ecstatic. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be heart-wrenching. It's going to be. Well, I'm just describing everything that every wrestling match should be, but but it's not. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're watching <laughs> Raw, well, or Smack. Anyway, Ooh. <laughs> or well, Southpaw regional wrestling's more entertaining. Uh, <laughs> uh it is. That's the sad part. Anyways, no. Uh, uh-uh, we well, are At have least a it's big- not United. Oh, okay. I'm just going to move on. Uh, I, <laughs> I did But that. we are going to have a big main event, and it is going to be from Ring of Honor. We were talking about ROH earlier. So you know what? Let's cover some old ROH, and let's cover what I feel is one of the greatest matches. It's definitely the greatest match in ROH history. Yes. Bar none. But... It might be one of the greatest matches of all time in wrestling, at least in my opinion. We're going to talk about why I think that way when you watch this matchup, ladies and gentlemen. It is Nigel McGuinness versus Brian Danielson. It is the ROH World Champion versus the ROH Pure Champion. And they're going to unify the belts. And it happened in London, England. And uh, you can find this uh, numerous places. You can probably find it, you know, somewhere on the internet. You can definitely find it on Honor Club at ROH.com. And you can also find it on the Greatest Rivalries DVD of, well, Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness. But this is one of the best matches I've ever seen, and we're going to talk about why. We're going to dissect it from front to back, and it's going to be great. I can't wait... I can't wait to go over it. It is, once again, Nigel McGinnis versus Brian Danielson from Unified. I believe it happened in, like, 2006 or something uh, like that. But go and find it, and we're going to talk about it live next week right here on the Stovall Wrestling Network podcast. We've got so much things lined up this year for the Stovall Wrestling Network. You have no idea what is coming your way, folks. Uh, Big things are going to be happening here, and I am so excited about it, Chris, aren't you? I am very, very excited about it. I mean, I've got so much stuff lined up with SWN that it's going to blow your minds. There's a lot of things going on with TMB Studios that has SWN association with it. So you're just going to have to stay tuned because those announcements are coming in the next coming months. So in order to find out, you've got to be subscribed to us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash SWN. You gotta be a part of us on TMB Studios. You gotta be part of our Twitter feed. You've gotta be on our Instagram to see our updates and our pictures. And of course, you can always listen to us always on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Radio. And on the same note on that, we're also pursuing other ventures. As far as getting distribution for this program, for this podcast, so you might see us on other platforms as well. Just stay tuned. When that happens, you will be the first to know. Yes, and of course, also follow all of the other great shows here on TNB Studios, such as Chatter City, The Shootout with Bill Blanchard, and of course anything that Chris Diggins is not associated with. Oh, so let me go ahead and promote my own stuff on that one. You need to check out The Bite, where I review (laughs) restaurants. And buy some merch. Shop.tmbstudios.ga. Come get some shirts. Come get some merchandise. And SWN's on there. Represent the SWN logo shirt. Yes. And coming soon, an SWN Fan Nation shirt. And on top of that, folks, we just launched the SWN Fan Nation on Facebook. Go on there. Chat about yeah, the show. About that. <laughs> Talk to them about that. Yes. Go on there. If you, can, you can go to the SWN Facebook page, you can find the SWN Fan Nation. Go on there. Chat with fans alike. Check out some of the show's promoters, including Joshua Hancock himself, is promoting viral pro wrestling shows right there on the Fan Nation. It's the best place to go for all things wrestling news, wise event wise, and just chat about the program, chat about the podcast, and who knows, we might pop up on there and chat right back with you. Oh yeah, never know, never know. And also, you can also follow me on Facebook, Caleb Stovall. You can also follow him at Chris Dickens. And yep. of course, and we'll also be getting uh, some Twitters of our own, uh, so you guys can follow us on that, and probably by next week we'll have those, up. Yes. Uh, and everything like that. Uh, so, just a lot of things happening. I'm so excited for it, but alas, tonight is the end of the night, it's time to fade to black. See My what name, you thought there. <laughs> I know, right? It is... <laughs> I, I, I wasn't trying, but that's how it came off, so whatever. It was perfect. Yeah, I'll go with it. Anyway. He just hit rock bottom, that's all. <laughs> oh, God. He's not the right pedigree for this program. <laughs> oh, Actually, yes,
1: you are. Now you're
0: just being ridiculous. You know what? I don't like you anymore. But <laughs> they're Anyways, yeah, that, that was a perfect is, lineup. I know, right? That is it, though, for this week. He is Chris Dickens. I'm Caleb Stowball. It is the Stowball Wrestling Network (SWN). I'll see you next week. Peace.